Hello, friends, and welcome to the Optimized Advisor Podcast, where we focus on optimizing the well-being and best practices of insurance and financial professionals today. On this show, our objective is to help you optimize your life, optimize your profession, and learn from other optimized advisors. I'm your host, Scott Heinela. We hope you enjoy the show. Angela Sinnott. Hello. Hello. Thanks for coming in today. Happy to be here. This today is all about helping our listeners optimize their life. Awesome. Which is one of the three categories we fit. So let's see how successful we are today in talking about how people can live a healthier, more balanced. Wellness-based life. 100%. May we all be so fortunate and lucky. Wouldn't that be wonderful? It's not an easy task. No. No. It's not. Certainly as you age. Yeah, that puts it in perspective, doesn't it? But I think why we need to prioritize it more. Mm, 100%. So before we go any further, why don't you tell us about yourself, your credentials, what it is that you do? Yes. And then we can unpack all those little, you know, items today. Absolutely. I am the founder of a wellness center named Magnolia Wellness. We're located here in Orange County, California. I am also an acupuncturist and a master herbalist and have a long background in healing. So I got into this medicine from pharmaceuticals. I worked for Pfizer for a number of years and kind of had these digestive issues that arose from a lot of stress. And I could never really get on top of them. Went to a number of doctors, tried to figure out what exactly was going on with my body and just wasn't getting to the heart of the problem. So I ended up pursuing acupuncture, went in and saw a mentor and would spend maybe an hour and a half with him just asking questions, absolutely fascinated by these little needles that were ancient healing modalities that did so much in such a fast amount of time. So I didn't actually pursue acupuncture and herbalism and traditional Chinese medicine until after I called off a wedding, kind of blew up my life and had what I'd like to call a quarter life crisis. Mm. And the only thing that stuck in my head, like tabula rasa style, was acupuncture school. And at that point, I had nothing to lose. So I pursued it. And it's been about 15 years. um, And I'm obsessed with the medicine and the amount of... um, passion and purpose and beauty that comes through in it. So I'm excited to talk about it. So there's a lot that we can cover. So first and foremost, first question is, what are the needles called again that you use? Those are not called needles. They're acupuncture needles. They are. They are. Okay, but you use another more sophisticated term that just whistled by. It did. Okay, so when I went... Let's slow down a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I will rewind. Yes. When I went back to acupuncture school, um, they trained us in a number of different types of acupuncture needling. Oh. But we all use acupuncture needles. Okay. Yes. So there's multiple dialects or skill sets within acupuncture. Exactly. Wow. There's Interesting. multiple theories. There's multiple countries that practice different kinds. You have within Chinese medicine, traditional Chinese medicine, it should technically be called Asian medicine because there's a Korean style, there's a Japanese style, there's a Chinese style. And some of those all have theories within themselves. And then having been brought to the United States, there's a number of different theories that are utilized here in the States. So are the different theories uh, maybe applicable to different impairments or... Yes. Issues that a person may having, yep. maybe having. Absolutely. So you'll hear of trigger point therapy, which is going directly into the muscle, a lot like dry needling that a physical therapist would use. Acupuncturists have been doing that for centuries. Hmm. For 
you can do facial rejuvenation techniques where you're literally lifting and boosting the collagen production. You could do digestion. You could work with autoimmune diseases and chronic illnesses. They say one out of two Americans have a chronic illness at this point in our current society. And so a lot of what we do is just getting the body to start communicating again and using all of these different techniques, depending on what you come up with, gives us like a huge toolbox to work with. Wow. Interesting. So I'm not going to ask you yet, but how much of an open book are you willing to be? A hundred percent. Okay. So let's talk about me first. Okay. okay then we'll get back to you. <laughs> let's not talk about you. Kidding. It's all about me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I, I, I want to use that for a particular reason, because you have mentioned that your journey was led by your path of having digestive issues. Yep. Uh, so my interest would be, and not, not that it's male typical but i would say more of like a physical perspective of like oh i'm having this ache or this pain or this back injury or knee pain or what have you yes attributed to fitness or a sport or or some so those would be different very different i would think strategies in terms of what type of acupuncture treatment i'm doing yes okay. absolutely so if you're coming in because you want to optimize your athletic performance, it's going to be a different approach than if you were coming in because you had an injury. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So what, what particular one do you want to talk about of yours? So Any for, shoulder injuries, lower back? Well, I do have shoulder injuries, but that's the least <laughs> of my worries. Mine is, is, is legitimately a chronic issue that I do have in my uh, QL. So okay. like from my knee mm -hmm. up and through into my QL, which is now into my lower left hip. Yep. Like just very, very tight. Okay. But also the lower hip firing very quickly with certain movements. And is there any knee injury, any hip injury, any psoas or hip flexor issues that have kind of started a little bit of this journey? Uh, I would say the best I can tell from many years ago, a wakeboarding injury in my knee mm -hmm. That has caused caused you know some knee pain, albeit minor, but it it ebbs and flows. Right. But it's now kind of isolated and radiated itself in my left side and isolated in, I guess, the back of my hip and mm -hmm. the QL. Yep. So the hip always acts as kind of the fulcrum of the body. It balances things out. So if you throw off your knee, it's going to create compensation elsewhere. So we would then look into the IT band because that's obviously the point in between the two. Dig deep into. A lot of the muscles of the glute, you know, the piriformis, the glute meat, all of these things play a huge mm -hmm. part if it's really affecting your hip. And then doing deep neck needling in these areas creates what we call, it's almost like a lightning effect. If you imagine that your body is equally distributed from right to left and your right hip is functioning great, so it's pulling its own weight, but the left hip isn't doing its job because it's gotten lazy through the years or mm -hmm. because there's an injury, we essentially need to get the blood flow and the circulation back in that area to reignite it to make sure that it can start pulling its own weight mm. so that that is equal again and the fulcrum is balanced. Acupuncture acts as a medicine to literally neutralize anything that's created compensation through the years. So you're, you're wow. wanting to just bring it back to its normal state of harmony. So then that would be in coordination with, are we pro- you know, chiropractic care, ART therapies, things like this. We're pro at all. Okay. We're so, pro at all because so, it all plays a role. 
the structure has to be in alignment for the muscles to do their job. Right. And the fascia and connective tissue are essentially holding everything together. So if your structure is not in alignment, meaning your hips are off, right. then the muscles and the tendons and the ligaments are all off in accordance because they're pulling more weight than they should if the bones aren't in alignment. So right. I am a fan of it all, and it's all necessary. And if it's been going on and just kind of something you've been dealing with over time, the, the structure and the alignment, your body doesn't recognize what proper alignment is, right? right. So it's constantly going to be fighting against what you just did yeah, it has until a, you do it repetitively and get your body back to... It's new normal. It's new normal. Mm-hmm. And it's even more important as we age because we like to deposit emotions and stress and other factors that play a role in overall inflammation in the body. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's flip other sides. So okay. more you are for like digestive issues or for men, it, I would think it would be a lot of um, acid reflux. Yes, 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 yes. We do see a lot of acid reflux with men. We see a lot of lower back and knee pain. That's actually something that's attributed to aging in Chinese medicine. And so if you don't have a specific injury, a lot of the knees and the lower back are affiliated with the kidney meridian. And the kidney meridian is also the teeth, the hair, the bones. And so as we start to age and our hair turns gray, these are all measures of depleting body energy. And so in Chinese medicine, it's this beautiful tonic medicine that you can build up. There are amazing herbs that help boost libido as men age, that help boost um, hair loss and graying hair, that boost athletic performance and really give more energy to the back and the knees and the areas that start to deplete through aging. Wow. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. So how does, in that instance, maybe now flip it back to you and your journey, what was the process that you went through to where you got on the other side? So for me, after going through acupuncture school, it was a four-year master program, so it was pretty extensive. And I ended up um, absolutely falling in love with the medicine, but I was able to really heal myself through this journey. And in doing so, I moved to Orange County. Um, At the time, I had a baby girl who was about six months old and really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom for a bit of time. And I tried it for about three months, and I I was like, I can't do this. Not your thing. I cannot do this. I need to speak with adults. I need to pursue my passion. I've seen the other side. I want to be able to juggle it. Goo-goo, gaga, baby talk wasn't enough for you? I couldn't do it. I mean, I can (laughs) do part-time. But I I decided to take on a practice for three days a week and then be home with her four days a week. And I did that for a solid, I don't know, five, six years. And it was a juggle because you feel like you have to be, (laughs) I don't know, the jack of all trades, the master of none. And yet I was so passionate about it. It wasn't something that I was going to let fall by the wayside. So I pursued my career, did that three days a week. And then in 2017, I got this calling to open a wellness center. I'd been traveling to Los Angeles to really do a lot of really amazing events to create community. And this was just at a time where things were becoming increasingly technology-based. We were getting a little bit more isolated, if you will, and before even quarantine. And so I felt this intuitive calling to really open a space for wellness. Um, didn't know how the hell I was going to do it, how I was going to pay for it. At the time, I had three kids. My youngest was one and just realized, okay, I'm, I'm being given like a great message that this is for me to do. And if I don't do it, it's going to drag me behind it. So I might as well hop on the train willingly. So I was like, okay, I did it. And the next, I would say three, four months, um, 
the money, the investment fell in my lap. It all just came together in this really beautiful way that felt like it was meant to be. How much do you think of that was luck versus how much do you think it was personal drive or will or you figuring this out? I think a lot of it was personal drive and will and creation. I manifested what I wanted and I was relentless in pursuing that. And it's happening again for my second location now. Interesting. So I truly believe that we all have the capability to attain whatever we want. We just need a really clear vision of that. And you have to get absolutely locked down on that vision from every single aspect and every single detail and then pursue it with a hundred percent intensity. And it always comes together. So with that, there there was probably a huge shift in <clears throat> I have specific professional skill set mm-hmm. in the you know the therapies that I'm offering and the the benefits that I'm offering, and I'm a practitioner, right? But yet then you open a business, yep. and now you're dealing with a whole new world of mindset and and hats. Yes. So. Talk a little bit about that journey, maybe for those first few months, because I imagine it wasn't very easy. First few years. Right. So I have an undergrad degree in marketing, and I was so thankful for that business degree because it came in so handy on so many occasions. But I honestly think I put myself through MBA school, making so many mistakes, figuring out what I should do. Trial by fire. Trial by fire. Accounting is not my favorite. HR is not my favorite, but it took me a while to really figure out the ins and outs of it. And for the first year or two, I was dealing with a number of people who had an idea of how the business should be run or wanted to take over my business. And so they wanted to partner with me because they saw the potential, but they weren't willing to put in the work. And so all of these aspects brought me back to this position that's like, nope, I've worked too hard to come to this place Mm -hmm. to make it happen. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. And so now we have uh, one uh, very successfully beautiful location. You're opening a new location. Yes. Whole new world of challenges. And opening up a lot of telehealth. So we're going virtual because that doesn't limit us nationally or even globally for that matter. So that's really our second goal here is okay. to pursue that. Next, writing a book, doing a few things that really um, – expand my education platform because I think I am a healer secondarily to being a teacher and an educator first. So this has been a great opportunity for me to really figure out my purpose in my career and which direction I want to go to keep it interesting. Okay, I'll come back to that. Okay. You said a very interesting thing um, about telehealth. Mm-hmm. I'm very curious to see what you've observed in the last 18 months to two years of just the deterioration of or isolation, deterioration of health or improvement of health. Maybe more people have taken more time to be more fit. I don't know. So you're seeing more like activity related injuries, maybe. I don't know. But what have you seen? I imagine there's been a big shift in the last year and a half to two years. People are prioritizing their health in a whole new way. And so I am really proud of how people have come out of quarantine. In the beginning, I think a lot of people felt very helpless, very depressed. They didn't really know what to think of this or how to make much of it. They then transformed it into, no, I'm going to take, I'm going to take charge of my own health. I'm going to be doing something about this. So they started exercising more. They started working out, doing the things to make their body feel like it was in its optimal health. Uh, Our business saw its biggest year yet because they were really coming in to say, I want to stay healthy. I want to boost my immune system. I want to make sure I'm ahead of this. So even if I get COVID or even if I have an issue, 
I have a number of preventative strategies that I've been implementing prior to exposure. So what are some of the things that individuals should be hands down, no matter what, like these are daily protocols that you should live by for general health and wellness, forget acuteness that I'm going to apply in specific cases, just for men and women. Mm -hmm. And I imagine it's probably a little different or no. It is different because I think with women, we take hormones into account. For men, I would say it's really important to be on omegas. It's fantastic for blood pressure and cholesterol, right? It's fantastic for brain health and overall mental clarity. So Not so much for women? It is important for women as well. Okay. But I would say it's extra important for men. Okay. And if I was to prioritize, and I'm doing this, men first, I would say vitamin D. We have omegas. I think CoQ10 is really important for cardiovascular health because it's, it's depleted in our system, especially as we age and if you go on a statin or have any other prescription medications that are complicating things. And then a multivitamin or a multimineral. And okay. I say multimineral, really, really important for those who exercise a lot because we all deplete our, our body when we exercise. Right. We're breaking down tissue. We're sweating. Oftentimes when we replenish, we replenish with water or not so healthy you know, sugary drinks, Correct. you want to replace electrolytes, you want to replace salts, you want to replace the water. Most people don't do minerals. So when you start getting the leg cramping or you notice that you're not sleeping as well, you need minerals to replenish that. Trace right. minerals are complex. Just crack a cold beer after workout. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. Chase the minerals <laughs> down with a cold beer. <laughs> Someone did say along the way, like, I mean, Michael Phelps, I guess, uh, chocolate milk, yeah. Phenomenal recovery drink. This is uh, this is not my advice. Yeah, I'm saying there's I, calcium. I could see that, but then you and obviously to... sugar. So your sugar depleted, I guess. Right. So bringing your glycemic index up, yeah, but then yeah, you're yeah. also dealing with the dairy and the facts totally. that that Which, creates so much mucus in the body and 100%. inflammation. Okay, yeah, not the best thing. Not the best thing. Uh, Monster Energy drink. <laughs> not, not the, the best, best thing. thing. Okay, so what are some good and healthy post recovery drinks that I could be doing that are health oriented? Yes, there's a new salt that's out, and I want to find the name of it. I'll attach it to the email I send you and follow up so you have Danielle these can connections. Find it. Danielle yes. can find it. How do we find it? What does she search? Um, it's a new, I'm blanking on the name of it right now, but I really love it. It's a recovery super salt. It's a super salt. Healthy recovery packet. salt. And it's like an acronym, four letters. Right, because we're depleting our body of sodium. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. It has other minerals in it. Yep. It has oh, some minerals, but I would I would honestly okay. recommend trace minerals on top of that. And it's okay. just a liquid tincture that you would put in water. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll look it up. We'll post that. Yeah. Is it LMNT? Yep. Okay. Hydration packet? Yep. That's my favorite. Okay. You should buy some. You could even put it around yeah. your margarita glass because it's oh, super right. salty. And oh, they have right. like mango salt or habanero salt. It could be really yummy for a margarita. So limes, healthy. <laughs> yes. Uh, plant-based liquid, yeah. agave, healthy. Yeah. Plant-based tequila, healthy. Healthy. What is not? That's We just created yeah, yeah. the best. We yeah. just made a fantastic <laughs> post-recovery drink. You just sprinkle some of the LM. What is it? LMNT. LMNT. Okay. That's my favorite. And there you go, folks. It's actually a brilliant idea to put around your margarita that glass. That is. I'm, that's a I'm win -win. trademarking that one. And tequila burns clean, low calories, low sugar content. It's my drink of white. choice. Yes. Or Blanco. Yes. Um, okay, we're having fun now. Yeah, should we should we talk about our favorite Which alcoholic beverages that are actually yeah, healthy? Seriously. Because so many people ask. I well, have that question all the time. That would that well, that is always a good one. Yes. Uh, so, what are your 
maybe one or two favorite. Blanco tequila. Okay. And then. Well, my second favorite would probably be a vodka product, but I don't think that it settles quite as well as the tequila does. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're we're way off of vodka now. Have been for a number <laughs> of years. But I mean, that's to, to each their own. Yeah. Tequila yeah. for sure. And I really like wine with fresh fruit. Wine with fresh fruit, like sangria. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Like blanco tequila oh, yes. with a fresh fruit. Not a lot of the pre-mixed, high sugar content stuff. Yeah. Speaking of which, your wife makes an amazing margarita. Thank you. Yeah, yeah she, she prides herself. Her she also margarita. leaves her trail behind. It's known <laughs> when she's been making uh, any kind of cocktail. Margarita. But she ha- she fancies herself as quite the craft uh, really cocktail maker. Yeah. She, it also has become a little bit of a challenge when we go out now. Because it doesn't compare to her, her expectations homie. are significantly high yeah. for anywhere we go to where it's like, we'll walk in and she'll assess the situation pretty quickly. Yes. And we've had to walk out of a place because, because it's like, this place is not going to make a worthy cocktail. That's the reason why we're going out. Not anything to do for any other reason. <laughs> not good food. So we're out of here. Okay, well, where do we go? Uh, Without fresh fruit and a margarita, it's tough. Just, it is. Yeah, it especially when be. you're making it at home. It can be. She's gotten a little bit on on bourbon lately, which is less less healthy. Yeah. Um, but it's the winter. It's the it's weather too. I could see that in Texas because it's colder. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good question, though. How does one person really recognize and know, aside from a test, mm-hmm. that I am have problems with gluten or do all people have problems with gluten? We just don't know how much of a problem it is. That is a great question. It has become a fad. I will fully recognize that. However, they're talking a lot these days about the toxins that grow on wheat because they're stored in silos for such long periods of time. Mm -hmm. So they grow a cephalotoxin that is actually really, really harmful to both the gut and the brain. And so a lot of people are finding that just by reducing gluten in their diet, their anxiety is diminished by 75, 80% because they're not exposed to that neurotoxin. So even if you don't have celiac disease or a gluten intolerance, you might be somewhat sensitive Mm -hmm. because you're exposed to some molds that you didn't even know you were ingesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So So if you can get heritage grains, if you can get really great homemade sourdoughs, if you know where your food is coming from, I think it's a bit safer than if you're just to go to the market and buy a loaf of bread that was probably on the shelf preservatives for quite a while. What are some indicators that I can be aware of that like, it's not dramatic, right? You like things you've described, but, but I, sometimes I eat food and something, there's some indicators of this happened or that happened. Yeah. What are some signs that I could recognize of of let's use that as an example to begin with, like gluten intolerance. So gas, bloating are huge indicators, some acid reflux. I mentioned anxiety before. Some people get stomach pains. I would say that most of the time, though, that registers with dairy than it does with gluten. Okay. So you often know if you have a gluten sensitivity. There's a few times, a few types of celiac patients who just become nutrient deficient because their small intestine isn't absorbing the nutrients. Mm. And those are generally the ones that are kind of like the silent hitters that you don't know about. But there's other ways that it starts to affect you. Over time, you become anemic or over time, you start to notice that your blood tests aren't normal. Those are the only rare cases. Other than that, most everybody knows because they just feel like crap after they eat the food. Right. 
So pay attention. Pay attention to how it feels. And I will say that the unfortunate part with gluten is it's all or nothing. You can't have a little gluten here or there. It's it's one of those that you have to avoid pretty. pretty if you have a problem with yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Like I haven't touched the stuff in six years. At all? No. Because I feel awful. I mean, absolutely awful. Like worse than a hangover after I eat it. Wow. That's so very you know. interesting. So yeah, you would know. You know. Okay. Yeah. And there's the that kind of line in the sand of the, the fad and I'm proclaiming I'm gluten intolerant versus those that truly have a problem. With yes, okay. but if you do start to notice that your body is getting more inflamed, you're getting a lot more joint pain, you're getting a lot more issues with your workouts, and I would start to look at the foods that are putting that inflammation into your body and slowly start to eliminate it so that it feels like, okay, if I'm choosing to have margaritas on the weekend, then I know that's going to introduce some inflammation. So I'm going to reduce during the week by removing the gluten and the dairy as much as I can. And you just find substitutes. I don't ever want anybody to feel deprived. So when I'm working with a client, they come in and they say like, hey, I love bread. I really want that. I'm going to give them some good alternatives that they can still eat bread. It just doesn't have the ingredients that create the inflammation. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So what does that journey look like in working with you as a patient? Yes. So oftentimes a new patient comes in, we do something called an AccuGraph report, which is a body scan. It's an energetic meridian scan that tells us where energy is flowing in the body and where it's stuck. And what we're trying to do is redistribute the energy and so that it's all flowing equally throughout the different meridians of the body. So for instance, if you've got pain in your hip, there's two different meridians that run through that area. More than likely, there's a blockage in that area. So we would try to redistribute it so that your body's in optimal balance when you walk out. So... New How patient, do you do that? New patient needles and oh, herbs. Okay. So first time someone comes in, we spend about an hour and a half together. We do the AccuGraph report, which is the body scan. Then we dig into the health history overview. What medications are you taking? What's your diet look like? How's your lifestyle? Do you have any illnesses? Is there any accidents? Go over all of those things in detail. And then we really talk about what you want out of the treatment and what you want to focus and prioritize. Sometimes we have people come in with 10, 15 different concerns. And we can really focus on really? three in the first treatment. See, yes. things in three. Yes. Everything in three. When you try and do more than that, it doesn't work out too well. No, because you're just you're distributing your energy. You're, too, you're spread too thin. I would tell you, the one thing I've taken away from this, doing this podcast and having conversations with wonderful people just like you, is everything in threes. That's fascinating. Everybody's like world of success mm -hmm. or what we've been able to take on is done in threes yes okay that's a fascinating it's a real thing i want to hear more remember about that this. people <laughs> don't try and do more than do three. not have more than three children and the, <laughs> well so that's an interesting well yeah that's true well maybe maybe not because i've talked to somebody who has four we know many people who have more than that and what the big difference this is what the best description was this when you go from two to three You've gone from man to man to zone to zone. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard this. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I agree with my three. I've gone yeah. to zone. So four, he, he, in this particular conversation, he said going from three to four was actually the easiest transition because the oldest started to help with the youngest and that helped. And they were already playing zone defense. Right. Yeah. They were already, they already figured out how to transition from man to man to zone. But what happens when you have five Oof. or 10? So your, your life now becomes um, normalized chaos. Uh -huh. That's your everyday 
I feel schedule. like I'm there though. I feel like I'm already at normalized chaos well, between with, running with, a business and having three children. It well, feels and being married and yeah, and yeah, a marriage. I mean, that's a fourth kid, right? Let's be honest. Yeah, it is. For I mean, in my house, my wife has three kids. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> me being the third. I love that you can yeah. give her credit for that. Yes, I don't I know do. if my husband would. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe begrudgingly, but yeah. he probably would. Yeah, it might probably. take a couple beers. Yeah, but I can get him to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, where were we? So I feel like oh I yeah, the to, journey. Yes. 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 So um, and the first patient appointment. So I think I even forgot to mention like some of the supplements that would be really good for women. So I talked about the supplements the men want. We did. We need to know that. Too. Yeah, for yeah. the women. Hundred percent. So hormone balancing. They need um, adaptogen things like that for burning the energy. If their adrenals are starting to go out because. Women multitask. They're asked to do many different things at once. And so we want to support the thyroid, support their adrenals. So that's really important for the endocrine system for long-term hormone health for women. So there will be like adrenal calm or a form for calming the adrenal glands. And then there's another one that... Well, cortisol plays a role too. So we want to look at cortisol levels. But I would definitely test for these before giving any herbs because some people have high cortisol levels, some people have low. But the important thing about cortisol and why I'm bringing it up for women is that it cortisol mirrors the circadian rhythm. So oftentimes if you have sleep issues, it's because your cortisol levels are off. And that's pretty common for a lot of adults. Interesting. Yes. Male and female. Male and, and Just female. as we age. Yep. Okay. So women need the hormone balance. They need the endocrine protectors as well as, you know, multivitamin, the omegas and vitamin D. I mean, and you, you would say pretty much everybody on some level needs, should be following these protocols. If they don't eat for medicine, meaning right. you're not incorporating all of your minerals in your food, which okay, is well, difficult to do these days because yeah. our soils are, they're really depleted. Fair enough. Proper yeah. disclaimer. Proper disclaimer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to be consulted with the proper professional. <laughs> Consult your doctor That's before right. following. Correct. <laughs> okay. But so full blood, blood workup, we get our scan, body scan. I come to you with a dozen things that I'm trying to solve. We can only tackle three at a time. Yep. Uh, are you, do you see patterns of what men predominantly come in and with what women would predominantly come in with? 99% of the time men come in for pain. Pain. Women come in for anxiety, stress, and uh, hormone imbalance and digestion. If a man has secondary issues, mm. pain is always the first. They're not often coming in preventatively. So if It's because I really have a problem. Yep. And I've tried many other things before I'm sitting here. It depends. It if depends. your wife okay. is already a client and oh, yeah. she knows how well it works, she'll send you in right away. Right. If you're not familiar with this type of medicine, then you will have tried many, many other things first. Okay. What about men coming to you and trying to organically or herbally try and improve their testosterone levels? Yeah. Herbs. There's wonderful herbs for that. She legit is a phenomenal herb to improve testosterone levels or you can actually get plant-based testosterone that's all natural there's an herb called husha wu in chinese medicine that's phenomenal for boosting testosterone it also helps regrow hair helps premature graying helps athletic performance it's wow. pretty rad we need some of that mm-hmm. that one's really really it's just easy a pill you take yeah just a capsule interesting yeah. wow and it's often found in a formula of other herbs that build upon this. So say, for instance, you say, I want to have better athletic performance. I want to have higher testosterone. I want to have 
these two other things. Then you put together a customized formula that achieve all of those, send it home, and that's what you do in between acupuncture sessions. So it's kind of like your take-home homework. So we're constantly building you back up. We're constantly tonifying the body, giving you more energy to work with and all the areas you're depleted so that you ultimately come to a place where you don't need me anymore. Fabio would want to see you. Fabio would want yeah. to see me. We won't say his name, but yes. yeah, he would. <laughs> Angela, <very much> so. <laughs> so on your website, are you able to purchase the supplements that you re recommend on your site, or is it just when you come in as a patient? You are able to purchase the uh, supplements on the site. Husha Wu is featured on our online shop. She legit is an Ayurvedic or Indian herb, so we do not carry that one as, because we're Asian-based. But each culture has their own set of herbs, and ours are traditional Chinese medicine based. Do you have any case studies you can call upon where you saw a metric of testosterone moving from this to this through just your, through being a patient? So I don't tend to run studies in my clinic, but there's tons of studies on herbs and traditional Chinese medicine on PubMed and other government websites that are readily available. So I can produce some of those if that's of interest to you. Interesting. Yeah. yeah there's a lot so. of people studying Chinese medicine these days because it's so, well, it's only been legal in the United States since the 70s. So to the Western mind, it's a pretty new medicine. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I want to go back to acupuncture. So uh, for me, the obvious treatment of that, or, or when I would think I need to go, or I'm going to consider acupuncture would be for a physical injury. Yes. Is that the leading use of? Yes. For okay. men. And that for would men. get you in the door. And then I get to talk to you about all the other things that you might want to work on. If you have other issues that you feel like, yeah, I could use a little bit more energy or I'm not sleeping great from like three to four o'clock in the morning, then I can add a few extra points for that, a few extra herbs in your formula to really offset some of the issues that you're asking to work on. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of this beautiful amalgam of healing that we get to do after I hear your story. And that's what I love about my job is that I just get to sit and talk to people about their story, right. how they came to be who they are and how I can help them really be the best version of themselves. And just how, uh, I'm trying to come up with an adjective that isn't explicit, explicit, how messed up we are. How all of us How life up. has just yeah. wreaked havoc. It has. And, and I, now I'm here I am. Yeah, and. Trying so, to not use Western medicine. And so much of that is normal these days. Like we're all in the same boat, but we each look at ourselves and think worst case scenario, like oh, how did I get this messed up, right? Mm -hmm. But we're all in the same boat. We all have different versions of how we hold our stress. It deposits in the body differently. Some people hold it in their neck and shoulders. Some people hold it in their pelvic floor. It's really different depending upon the, the individual. So how does acupuncture help somebody with acid reflux or with digestive issues? I guess that's probably all part of the same thing or it similar. Is, right. So the acupuncture needles descend the energy. So what's happened is oftentimes... There's an imbalance in the digestion where the body is pushing the acid up rather than it going down through the digestive system. So you need to redirect the energy. We spend quite a bit of time working with digestive enzymes to create the ability for the body to break down the food and digest it properly rather than having it go in the opposite direction or reflux. There's That's also, exactly what happens for me. Yeah. There's also factors to take into account, too. From a physical standpoint, is there a hernia involved? Is there some sort of abnormality in the area, in the esophagus, anywhere that there could be acid? But if it is something that naturally occurs, we also have to look at the food and 
the alkalinity of the diet that will offset the acidity. So you hear about natural home remedies for acid reflux, like put a tablespoon of baking soda in water and drink that. Does that work? Does apple cider vinegar work? If these things are all not working, then you take it to the next level. So you start out mild, make some little modifications with diet and a few different remedies. And if that doesn't work, then you start a formula. And that formula starts to re- address the flow of chi or energy in the body so that it's moving in the right direction instead of the wrong. Mm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very fascinating. Yeah. Digestive enzymes help a ton too. And as we age, our digestive enzymes deplete. So that's another thing. If you talk about certain foods that I'm eating, they don't settle as well. It's a great life hack just to pick up some digestive enzymes that will really help you break down the food at the digestive level and create ease Mm. on the overall digestion. And particularly for the gallbladder that helps break down fat, that tends to get a little bit backed up. So eating green apples, things like that, that have something called malic acid in it, Mm -hmm. that really helps break down the stuff that starts to accumulate in the gallbladder, like the gallstones. You hear about a lot of people who get kidney stones or gallstones, that kind of a thing. These are all just natural ways to start depleting the body of uric acid and um, acidic material naturally. Mm. Okay. Well, is now a good time to talk about the process of cupping? Sure. I love it. Is that a detoxification process? So, I mean, maybe not that far distant from some of the challenges that people were facing from what you just described to maybe cupping is a a remedy? Yes, absolutely. It's a great detoxification. It's one that pulls a lot of the fluid and the lactic acid out through the pore. So if you're working out a lot, if you have a lot of lactic acid circulating through your muscles, it's a really quick way for recovery. It's fantastic for overall lymphatic circulation and detoxification in the body. It helps improve muscle tissue, blood flow, circulation. It's fantastic. So would you have people come in and they would have acupuncture and cupping at the same time? All the time. All the time. Yep. That's Super frequent. And I teach people how to do cupping at home. So you can get a plastic cupping set, which is not as effective as the fire cupping that we do at Magnolia, but you could have that. Um, it's got a little hand pump or there's ceramic or silicone ones that you can use for to adhere to your body to be able to do it at home, kind of on a mm. continual basis to pull out the lactic acid after a hard And workout. so what's the process? I mean, what's the science behind what's happening? It's just basically... It's pulling all of it through the pore. So the science behind it is it's essentially activating a mechanism in the skin to detoxify through the pore. And by doing that, it's pulling it through. So you obviously want to drink a lot of water. You obviously want to keep those pores covered so that you're not exposing yourself to external wind because we've opened up the pore by literally asking your body to breathe and vent these toxins. So it's really important to drink a lot of water, stay warm, and wear like a hooded sweatshirt or something that covers up the back of the neck. Yeah, because we'll oftentimes when we do cupping, we go all the way from the top of the neck and shoulders all the way down to the lower back, including detoxification points that are right above the armpit crease. There's specific points on the back that are specific to detoxification. Wow. I could probably need everything. (laughs) It's a long list. (laughs) I would say I'm probably not abnormal either. No. And we see it so much with the Olympics, too, that these premier athletes are using it for quick recovery. So it's it's pretty awesome. Wow. Mm -hmm. And if you wanted to buy your own, I think they sell them on Amazon for like $13. Again, not as effective, but still. So this is always a big concern of mine, too. And not everybody's conveniently located to Magnolia. Yes. 
how do we find what is the journey to find somebody who uh, yeah that's what are the what's the checklist yeah. to make sure i'm finding the right person or honest, qualified or what have you i think i don't you, know any yeah i do have recommendations okay. i think yelp is the best way to find a good wellness practitioner because oftentimes the reviews speak just epic levels of information. Okay. And you can find out really quickly what people's expertise. There's acupuncturists that specialize in pain and recovery and athletes. There's acupuncturists who specialize in fertility and getting women pregnant. So you really want to find one that's specific to your needs. I also think it's a good idea to look within a region that's got a school. So for instance, in Texas, there's a school in Austin. And so that means that there's probably going to be a pretty good pool of acupuncturists in Texas because mm -hmm. they spread out from that school. Got it. In addition, there's two to three in LA. So we're pretty saturated in this area with really good healers. There's other ones in the Pacific Northwest, New York, Chicago. So if you have the ability to go to a school and you can work with one of their advisors or students, they're going to be great because you have a number of people overseeing the process mm -hmm. to ensure it's in line with the education. If you're not near a school, then look on Yelp because the reviews will speak volumes. Interesting. Okay. All right. That's great to know. Yeah. Why Magnolia? When I was looking for a name, I came across this logo. And granted, this is 15 years ago, so it's far outdated. But there was a picture of a tree, and the branches extended out with these blooming flowers. And it envisioned this practice that, as a woman, I am standing, connecting, creating an environment for so many different aspects, right? As a woman, a healer, a mother, I wanted to be able to nourish and flourish and share that with so many different people. Mm. So this tree really envisioned everything I wanted to accomplish with my career and my life. Wow, good for you. That's great. So your definition of success down the road is what? First and foremost, happiness, contentment. I will have multiple locations. I will be known nationally. I will be um, touring with a book and have a number of people who will come to our retreats and overall healing conferences. Mm. There'll be an opportunity to bring this around to different areas of the country so that it feels like everyone has access to this and really empower them to become their own healers because that's all I'm doing as a practitioner is I'm empowering you to notice where you hold your stress, where your lifestyle is out of balance and being held within your own body. And whether that's a cellular memory or it's a stress technique, you then have the tools to know how to move that through your body and what works best for you. And again, everybody's a little bit different, but this is where the education comes in. So success to me in 10 years will be a teacher. In 15 years, I don't know. I still got to create that legacy. There's a long yeah. way to go and a lot to do. There's a lot of work to do. There's a lot to Good do. Good for you. Yeah. What an exciting runway. I'm really excited. And taking off yeah. for the skies. Yeah, that's fun. It is. Very fun. It is. This calling is a strong one, and it has been. And I've gotten very clear that if I don't hop on the train, it's going to drag me behind it. Mm -hmm. So I might as well figure out a way that works with my lifestyle. So telehealth. Yeah, telehealth is going to be big, and it continues to grow exponentially, especially through quarantine. If you don't have to leave your home, and I could sit here and tell you exactly what herbs to take, exactly what we need to test for, and you get that information you know, on your lunch break, it makes it very convenient to be able to understand how to get healthy. So what, what 
what percentage of the experience do I get as a patient uh, by being telehealth versus being in person? So we can't do acupuncture. It right. would be herbal medicine or naturopathic. So we have a functional medicine doctor at Magnolia who does a lot of the lab work. And your experience would be mostly based upon what your blood chemistry is telling us. And so we can customize supplements and herbs to exactly what your blood labs are telling us. Very good. So I go wherever, whatever, get the, you guys give me the lab slip of what I need to get taken from a blood profile. Right. I do that. Your team reviews it. We have an appointment, a meeting to go through everything. What are your goals? What do you want to accomplish? Where are your aches and pains? Exactly. Okay. Yep. And then how you can incorporate lifestyle changes and dietary changes to really just maximize all of that. And if it is acupuncture or cupping or what have you, then we can maybe kind of guide you to where you can find somebody locally to you. Exactly. Yes. Interesting. You got it. Okay. So how do they find you? So I'm located in Costa Mesa, California. You can find us online at magnoliawellnessoc.com or on social media like Instagram at at magnoliawellnessoc. Thank you very much. This was very enlightening. Any other questions? Okay. I was asking the ladies if they had any other questions. Thank, Thank you. you very much for your time. It was great to be here. This was enlightening. Good. I'll be your next patient. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Please subscribe, like, share, leave a comment or review. Be sure to check us out on social media at Optimized Advisor Podcast. Till next time.